who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Hi, I'm Madigan from Your Angry Neighborhood Feminist, a podcast that explores the world through a personal, intersectional feminist perspective. Each Monday, I bring you a brand new full-length episode covering something from a wide variety of topics. And then every Friday, come meet up with me again for a mini What's in the News episode so you can stay up to date on everything that's going on in the world. Check out Your Angry Neighborhood Feminist wherever you get your podcasts. And rage on. All the women are like, we're all like, it's a handmaid's tale. We're all like in like the same hospital out there with the, with the cap, like ready to go under anesthesia to get our eggs fucking stabbed and retrieved. And the men are just like sitting there so awkwardly, like in a line, like ready to go jerk <laughs> off in a tub and stuff. <laughs> I think my favorite thing about me and the podcast is how many times it does take me to record the intro outro, like, like embarrassingly slow to do. Um, this would probably be the fifth take and it's like, why it's an intro, but how are you guys? It's been a second, right? She disappeared for a second. Okay. Okay. We recognize we hear it. Um, might be, I did disappear not on the normal sketch that's on me, but now we're back. Right? We're back with another great episode with another great person, great comedian, great performer, Maya Deshmukh. And I'm so excited for you to hear the episode. Because uh, it is like, like I say with all the episodes, it's always so great uh, that people will talk to me about literally anything, you know, under the sun, under the umbrella of sex, dating, relationships, what have you. And we do, we talk about, obviously, we talk about pregnancy. Um, fun fact, because why not? Why not tell you guys everything about my life? The IUD is going out this Wednesday for me. So the time that you hear this episode, I'm going to be birth control free for the first time in my adult life in a very, very long time. Am I nervous? Yeah, I am. I am. Someone told me recently that you get depressed after going off your IUD. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? Because I did that once. I did not like depression. It was not fun. And then they were like, you can gain weight. You can lose weight. And I was like, the shit we do to our bodies to allow jizz inside of it at any point without a baby. But that's where my life is right now, right? That's where we're at. So we talk a lot about pregnancy and I just, 
you know, one, it's just so cool that all of these women come on here and are so open and honest about pregnancy with me and being pregnant and, and motherhood and all that shit. But it's been really cool to how chill every woman is about motherhood. Cause honestly, I think that's what scares me more than pregnancy, right? The motherhood part. And we talk about a little bit, like, you know, the idea of losing yourself, your, your identity, your body, you know, because at the end of the day, it's actually inevitable. It is part of it and learning how to like go of those fears or, or handle those fears in a different way. And just, I've been really honored and privileged uh, to have some really cool people talk to me about it and also literal strangers. I'm not going to lie. Anytime if I meet you and you're new and you have a baby or you are pregnant, like you are like, yes, I am pregnant. Like I'm not like, Hey, are you pregnant? Um, which also kind of tracks for me too. Um, everyone's been so open. Everyone's so honest about it. And it's cool. And honestly, if it's something you're thinking about too, I say, ask the questions, you know, like it's not, let me tell you, I can tell you right now from my little oral history that I'm doing, it's not, it does not sound fun. It does not sound like a good time, the pregnancy part. Um, and I think we just need to be more honest about that. Uh, is this me just like word vomiting all my fears about pregnancy? Fuck yeah. But that's how I get through life, baby. That's how I do this. So let me get back to introing this episode. Like I said, we talk about pregnancy. We talk a little bit about comedy fuckboys because who among? I love to talk about it. And just life and partners and what you should look for in a partner and and all of those things. And I think you're just going to have a great time listening to this episode. Um, you can also follow Maya at Maya, I'm sorry, Maya Desh. So at M-A-Y-A. Uh, you can also follow Maya at Maya Desh on Instagram. So M-A-Y-A-D-E-S-H. And you're going to love her. You can see her on Asian Pop. You can see her on season finale episode two. It's episode two. Season finale of season two of the other two. There it is. That's why that really got me. There's too many twos in the kitchen. And I'll see you on the other side. So you've got the nights yourself. You did not want to go see Mission Impossible 17. I I did not want to watch Mission <laughs> Impossible. It kind of makes me so happy that Tom Cruise can't promote it. He can't promote it? He's not allowed to? Because it's because of the SAG strike. Like they can't do any like any actors oh, can't do any promotion. Oh duh. I'm like, is he gonna just like like he's probably flipping out at poor friend Drescher right now? Oh screaming my God. at her. Yes. He out of all the actors scares me the most. Like I just feel yes. like after seeing those pictures of Nicole Kidman come out of the like divorce lawyer, I'm like shit shit went down. Something happened. Shit went down. Um I don't know if you ever heard Okay, did you ever watch like Homeland like oh, early yeah. seasons? Oh yeah. Remember um there was like a there was like a Middle Eastern woman, I forgot her name. She's like really hot um woman that like was one of the actors I forgot her name and basically like I think she might be a Scientologist maybe but mm. apparently like Tom Cruise was trying to woo her to be like the next wife oh, shit. and apparently like in Scientology the whole thing is like it's basically like psychology so like you go in and he like she like told them like they were like what's your perfect date and she's like you know like go go get sushi and like go ice skating and like um like Rockefeller Center basic but yes cute 
And he apparently like took her and did that exact thing on her first date. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah. That is a attention to detail, which he is known for in his movies. Attention to detail. He really is. I mean, he is problematic, but he delivers. Yeah. Like on my TikTok right now is him doing that stunt over and over again of like going off the off the like cliff with the motorcycle and he does it like seven times and I'm like, you know what? okay you love your craft i mean you love your crafts but it's like he really takes it there it's like pretty it's like very impressive like i mean i I don't care but like i'm impressed yeah that makes sense no totally i mean like i watch it the tiktok clip every time even though i've seen it a million times (laughs) you're like oh my god (laughs) and so you just had a baby yeah like the last time i saw you perform i did how is I, did. I mean one we don't have to talk about that I feel like uh I feel like that becomes just like the whole identity for a second when it's like oh you have a baby let's talk about that but I do mm-hmm. like I have had a couple people that have- I mean it's totally it's it is part of my identity I don't mind talking about it so ask away like I don't I'm trying to like it's one of those things that like I was so scared that it was going to become my identity mm-hmm. but I'm also like it is my identity so I'm trying to you know navigate like finding myself in that as well yeah that's really cool I full disclosure my IUD is coming out on Wednesday so this is like a future fingers crossed for me so anytime I meet someone I met someone pregnant last or had a baby last night and I was like tell me everything what was the worst well I'm really excited for you that's so fun yeah that's exciting we'll see I'm so nervous like my sister-in-law also just announced she was pregnant with her second baby and she's like it's (gasps) it fucking sucks she's like I'm not even excited yet because I'm just like so nauseous and sick 24 7 so it's like pregnancy sucks yeah I think pregnancy I think some I think the first the first trimester really it really it's very challenging you can't talk about it. You can't tell anybody. I mean, I don't know why they say that. I guess it's because like you don't want to have to tell people you had a miscarriage, mm-hmm. but I'm like, whatever, you tell them everything. But you're not like supposed to tell anybody. So you're kind of like suffering in silence and you're just like, you just want to sleep and you're nauseous and it sucks. That sucks. Honestly, all of it, I wasn't a big pregnancy fan. I'm not gonna lie. I love to like, I like to party. I like to drink, you know, like the little little uh you know engage in all sorts of things so it's like you can't really do much when you're pregnant no oysters no tuna tartare oh fuck I forgot about oysters the one that's really like hurting me right now to my soul is um deli meat you can't have deli meat cold cuts <laughs> the and face like, you just made I love on. it's like come on it's like it's a little draconian it's like it's a lot it's like you're not gonna get listeria from a deli meat like I don't know you know get the fresh get the boar's head get the boar's head you'll be fine I ate it I ate a lot of hoagies like that was like the one thing I could eat my first trimester I was like I need a hoagie I'm gonna eat a hoagie I don't care oh hell yeah baby's good and I think that's like part of it too right like uh, deciding what works for you because like everyone's gonna throw shit at you or did like you went through it how old are they now um because so the last time I saw you perform you were like nine months, like nine and a half months oh, pregnant. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah, did definitely. a very hilarious song about being a party girl. And it was just amazing. Yes. Oh my God. That's like my song. That's my signature. <laughs> that's my signature cocktail. <laughs> yeah. So um it's good. He's six and a half months now. Oh my God. 
I know. I can't believe I'm having a boy. It's crazy. I'm just like, it's insane. <laughs> but um, he's really sweet. It's really fun. It's a lot better than I, I expected. I thought it would be. I think um, you need support. You need help. Mm-hmm. And for those things, I think it's great. But it's definitely, it's, it's you know, it's um, it's beautiful and it's challenging. But it was, it's like, it's definitely been a net positive for me. Heck yeah. Cause you also like yeah. you have, you know, your own business and you also like are a performer. And so the more that I hear that from people that are in it saying like, actually this was like, you know, a full positive, like that's really cool. Cause I feel like there's a lot yeah. of scary stuff to it. And I think now people are being yeah. really open about the scary stuff. Oh yeah. And how much it sucks in a lot of ways. Yes. And I think that is making it way more, um, attainable I don't know if that's the word that I want to use but yeah like attainable like it's just not as scary it's like okay it's not the end-all be-all oh no not at all if, oh my god definitely not like I don't think so at all I think it just like opens you up to like a different part of life that just like never existed mm-hmm. and it's like please I am going out don't worry you know like I am going out I am I am I am in gauging in all the things I missed and I'm fine is it like any time any whim where the mood might strike me I'm like gonna go pop off no it's like a little bit more timing but like it's definitely like I'm going out like for sure you know yeah no that's great to hear we're very we're a very social couple so we're like what what happens and I was just kind of like I think we just take the baby everywhere because we go out like a lot of days you just take the baby everywhere yeah I was like I think the baby goes out and if he doesn't nap, that night sucks for us. But, like, we got to go out with our friends, you know? I think it is, like, a, a give-take situation, and that's okay. Yeah, and it's, like, whatever. He'll be fine. He's, like, not going to remember it. Right? He'll be fine. You do- He's not going to – I mean, whatever. I I mean, I love this. This makes me feel so much better. Because you do definitely have people being, like, no, everything ends. Like, you this. Well, it depends on the person. I think there are people who are, like, more than happy to just, like, stay at home, and they need an excuse to stay at home mm-hmm. or, like – or they're just so scared or they're so anxious to like, it's all about the sleep and the baby's sleep and the da 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 It's like, look, you just gotta like literally force feed them all fucking day, okay? <laughs> like get their calories and then they probably won't wake up. I love this. Did you breastfeed? I did. I did. I, I didn't last long. I did, I did it for like three and a half months. No, I think, but, yeah, I think that's how probably how long I'll last you. I just, I, and more people are coming out about that being like breastfeeding is really fucking hard and it sucks. It's hard. It's challenging. You got to pump. Mm-hmm. Pumping fucking sucks mm-hmm. more than breastfeeding. You're like literally like sticking like plastic tubes to your breast while like milk shoots out. And okay, I don't mind sweat. I don't mind a lot of things, but there's something about like milk like dripping on your body Ugh. that makes me like want to die. Like when the milk would like drip up, like when I'm taking the thing off and like milk would like drip down my boob, I like, I wanted, I was like, I I was so filled with rage. I can't even (laughs) tell you. Like there's something about just milk. Is it, is it warm? Like, is it like Luke, like 98 degrees? Oh my God. It's like warm milk. And it, I didn't really, honestly, I was like, I'm going to drink it. I'm like, put it in my coffee, but I didn't really do it. No, I was just going to ask, like, did you taste it? Like, did you try? It was, I tasted like a drop or a couple drops. It was like very sweet. Very sweet. Interesting. Um, yeah. You were saying. It's just like cereal milk almost. 
Oh, right. Cause it's like got that like sweet, like sugarness to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 The warmth would like, Oh, I could just like totally see myself gagging from that. It's so gross. Well, you were saying, um, you're like, you know, exploring, finding like this new self or your, your old self. I'm, I'm misquoting what you were saying earlier today. Yeah. Yeah. Like definitely. It's just about like, it's like a, it's a new chapter. Um, it's like a reinvention. So you just have to like figure out who, I mean, you're still who you are, but you're also like never going to be who you were. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the big mind trip is because you'll never be yeah. who you were. And I was like talking to my therapist about that the other day. Cause I was like, I'm just like in such a good place finally. And I feel like I really like know myself and now I'm just going to throw this wrench into all of it. And she was like, well, wouldn't you want to be in a good place before you start this? Like, yeah. Could you imagine being a shit show? I mean, she didn't say shit show. She never curses. It's adorable. I had to one time explain to her what a vape pen was. And I was like, oh, my God. Right? Ah! I was like, you're so adorable. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. Yeah. My, my, yeah. My sweet therapist. That's, <laughs> I, I had one, too, before, while I was pregnant. I haven't seen her or talked to her. I wish I actually should call her up and get another session on the books, but like, yeah, that's so cute. <laughs> oh no, oh. I've got the, I've got the OCD. So I'm like, uh, I'm so nervous when it gets like, when we get in the thick of it that I'm like, oh, I think I need to be in like in two sessions a day, not a day, two sessions a week, like the month before and the month after. Um, Cause I'm just like, I don't know, like. You never like with OCD, you never know like where your brain's going to take you. Like you can have it in check for a long time. But um, like when COVID happened, like my OCD went like fucking psycho in a way that I hadn't seen in years. So it's like, well, what's going to happen when I'm in charge of like keeping something alive? You know, like where is my brain going to take me? So my my poor doctor is I think she's ready. She's ready for that paycheck of like doubling up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I cannot imagine for me personally. Yeah. Doing it without like therapy. I mean, we're trying to get my husband to start therapy too. Cause I'm like, look, I'm going to be a huge cunt and I'm not going to apologize for it. And I think you need someone no. that you can vent to uh, yeah. all the time. And, look, and also you're allowed to be like, this is an unequitable ordeal. Mm-hmm. It is an inequitable, like, I cannot even stress to you the level of inequity that this experience will be. And I think there's like these books out there that are like, how to not hate your husband. And it's like, how to, I, I mean, it should like, how to not hate your non-birthing partner, like whoever you're having the baby with. If you're so lucky, like, I think people who do this on their own, I mean, I don't know how you, how you do how it. You like do it. you deserve like everything in the world because this is yeah. like I'm getting emotional just thinking about it it's so unbelievably difficult like it's so hard that you're like literally creating a human being with your body and he's like literally just like <laughs> like holding your hand during the baby like during labor and it's like it's nice but like it's he yeah I I really like my TikTok algorithm has just been like all about like labor of uh, like like house management of household labor and like all that sort of like that inequity. So I think having a partner that's gonna be like on the same page, it's gonna be like wash. I'm like, there's no reason you should be sitting. Mm-hmm. You should be washing bottles, you should be doing laundry, you should be folding something, you should be wiping the counter, you should be cutting vegetables, you should be making me a snack. Like there's no reason. Like if you I would like flip out if I saw him on his phone. I was like go do something 
<laughs> we um my husband's name's Aaron and he like on for Wednesday he was like do you want me to come and I was like honestly no like I don't want you there there's nothing you can do they don't even let you back there I think when they pull it out um and I'm just gonna be so mad because it's like this like physical reminder like this painful reminder of what I've done so you could come inside of me without getting pregnant uh to my body and so he was like oh okay okay I was like you're just gonna you're dinner done you're gonna do the dishes uh, and I'm going to be a dick that day. Like, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to be yeah. a dick. Um, and he was like, no, I got it's it. It's so true. Right? It's so true. Like, the the lengths that women will go through to not get pregnant, it's crazy what we'll do to our bodies mm-hmm. to not have a baby. And it's crazy what we'll do to our bodies to have a baby also. <laughs> I know. I was like, I'm very afraid of IVF. Like if it goes down that road, I was like, I don't think I can do it. Like it's a, I did IVF. Yeah. It just, it's so taxing, like emotionally, physically, like, I mean, all of it, it sounds like it is rough. But it's also like not that bad. Okay. It's like fine. Okay. And I was like, it's no, it's just more annoying. Like, just like you have to do the, the medications, you got to inject yourself, but it's like, whatever, it's fine. It doesn't really hurt that much. Okay. I'm kind of I'm kind of like to people who like have an issue with injecting themselves. Granted, I'm a dentist since I do this <laughs> all day. But I'm also just like fuck off. Like grow up. It's not that big of a deal. I love like, that. chill out. I never have. I've never like injected or like had to give myself a shot or anything like that. I've never had to I've never had to either, but it was a little jarring, but I mean it was like fine. It doesn't hurt. But um yeah. Again, IVF, I had to go to the doctor. I had to inject myself with hormones. Who knows what those hormones are doing to my body? Playing like all sorts of crazy, I don't know what you're doing to your body with that. Going every day to get your blood checked. And my husband literally had to just jerk off at the hospital. (laughs) Jerk off like in a cup. He's got just jerked off and like literally like in a, in a, like, give a sample and like seeing all the men like sitting there like all the women are like we're all like it's a handmaiden's tale we're all like in like the same hospital outfit with the with the cap like ready to go under anesthesia to get our eggs fucking stabbed and retrieved and the men are just like sitting there so awkwardly like in a line like ready to go jerk <laughs> off in a cup and stuff <laughs> good i was like what is this what is happening right now? I hope they felt so weird and embarrassed being in the lineup, in the queue to jerk off. And I'm like, you guys are all going to fucking jerk off. You're going <laughs> to jerk off. When did you know? Or when did you decide? You're like, I, I want to do this next, this new chapter. It was really hard. Um, I had a lot of issues with my partner um, about like when we were going to do it. Mm -hmm. I did not. I really was like, I don't know if I want kids at all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was very like, "Mm, I don't know if it's for me. I never like wanted to be a mom. I never like liked children. I don't like like children particularly that much. Oh, yeah. I mean, kids suck. Except like your own. Like they suck. Yeah. Literally, yeah. No, that's yeah, exactly, and that's a big one too. I feel like I've noticed more and more, and I don't know if your partner's older. Like my partner's older than me, so I'm like about to turn 35. He's 41, and so yeah, that's hard. There was definitely like he was definitely 
down, I think, way sooner. And I was like, I don't know, man. Like, I like my life. I like my body. Yeah. I like that my body's yeah. mine. You know, it's no one else's. Yeah, that is very, very hard to deal with. Mm-hmm. Your body's going to change and it's fine. And, and and then people be like, don't be so hard on yourself. Love yourself. Like, and it's like, fuck off. Like, you don't know what I'm going, like, you don't know what I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's, um, it's, it's, it's really hard. You're going to be filled with like, there are days like I was like, so felt so angry. I was just angry. I was upset. And for me, like, yeah, same thing. Like my husband was like, okay, I really want like, we're, why are we doing this? Why do we do this month, this month, this month, this month. And I'm like, but we have a trip plan and we have this planned and I don't want to be pregnant for this. And I don't want to be pregnant for that. So we would have like a lot of fights and I'm like, well, it's my body. Like, why aren't you respecting like mm-hmm. the fact that this is like, it should be on when I want to do it. And, you know, eventually kind of like it, eventually I, I came to the conclusion, like it's probably easier to just do it now than to wait more, you know? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I was very, and honestly at 35, you should do it. I was very, when I was younger, I was like, if I have kids, I want to be, I think I want to try at start 30, start at 35 and then we were talking about doing it sooner, but then COVID happened and it was like, well, we can't mm. like, I, you know, I'm not working. Like I'm unemployed. Like none of this makes sense for us to start now. Oh. And also like it delayed our wedding. So I was like, well, I don't uh, want to yeah. be pregnant before our wedding. Cause I want to get no. drunk at my own wedding. Um, yeah. yeah. So it just became a very natural of like, oh, it's just going to get pushed back anyways. And so then I kind of got my way. Uh, cause there was going to be, we were talking like a little bit younger, but it is like um I do feel like it should be like the woman's choice of like no this is I want to do it this time like I'm ready to let go I mean look it is yeah it is it is you know and and, but the problem is it's like you're gonna have a lot of like pushback Mm -hmm. I mean I had a lot of like and he was respectful but it's like he I don't think he quite like understood Mm -hmm. I think he just didn't have the same like he's not a, a comedian he's not like uh, he's got like different ambitions than I do. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I would have a loss of like who I am mm-hmm. as a person mm-hmm. when I now in hindsight, like, I don't think much has changed. I'm just a different type of person now. But I think that's a really good point. Cause it's, it, it like, I, there's all of a sudden like all these, like, I feel like women in comedy that are like, Oh, I'm either having, I've had a kid or I'm having one or I'm about to. And it mm-hmm. is like, I think everyone has like these same fears of like, this I that loss of ambition like how is it possible it's already so hard to schedule everything right now you know let alone adding now this child and I feel like a lot of times when you're like an ambitious woman like you're you like you've got these goals and careers like things that you want and your partner may not have that same type of like pressure or like wants and it's just different and it's okay to not have those but like a very ambitious woman is like a very specific type of person and to take that identity part away from them I think is like very for me it would be very jarring it'd be very like what the fuck you know like it's jarring yeah for sure. like I'm right now I'm scheduling tour dates when I could potentially be pregnant and I'm like how the fuck am I gonna do this and it's like I think you just book them and then you do them like you may be miserable but you just do them you know yeah you do them honestly I did more stand-up. Like, I'd never really done stand-up before because I, I just basically was like, I need to make, like, a pivot of my comedy and, like, basically just do a medium that's going to, like, get me on stages more, mm-hmm. you know? I just, like, wanted to get up more. And 
um, I did m- the most stand up ever. Like I started once I was pregnant. I or like literally before, and then like I got pregnant, and then I was doing shows all the time when I was pregnant. And I just did them. I was miserable. <laughs> like I didn't want to do them. I'd be like, I why am I doing this? <laughs> like I think I I forget when I saw you. I forget. I'm not sure, but I was like pretty like at the end, and mm-hmm. I was like, why the fuck am I here right now? I just like want to be home, like watching the white lotus or something no you stuff. were i think you said on stage like that you like were like nearing the due date like it was like any yes. day it could actually happen yeah like that's how close you i were. did a show i did a show i think the weekend before i gave birth oh my god or something like that yeah do you know sarah hartshorn yeah i think she did a show and then gave birth like that night like I think she, I think she like that day she performed. Badass. I know. Badass. I know. And like that's what's so cool. It's like, okay, here's all these really cool fucking people doing this. I asked, I'm not gonna say her name, but you definitely know her. She's great. She's fucking hilarious. Um, and the reason I'm not gonna say it is because like I didn't ask permission to talk about it, but I think she'd be fine with it. But I was like, oh my God, like blank, you have a child and you still, you know, tour, you still all this stuff, like how is it and she literally like grabbed me by my shoulders and she was like it is so fucking hard natalie it's so fucking hard um and she was like but anytime i want to talk about it and like that same day there was that that same show another comedian was like i was talking to her later i hadn't met her before really and she was like i'm so glad you asked her because i was gonna ask her like i'm about to possibly have you know start this too and i was like what the fuck is like in the water for female comedians right now? We're like all in it. Like we're all like, yeah, it's time. But we still want our careers. It's time. Because, well, the problem is like, I can't sit around and wait for this career that's happened to me. Mm-hmm. Like, has, I mean, like whatever my goals were hasn't happened. And that's okay. It may not happen now. It's just going to happen one day, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I can't sit around and like live, like miss out on parts of a life that I want. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I wanted, but now I'm happy I did it because like it is something like in hindsight that I like wanted net end because I'm like, oh, like this thing might, you know, I might need to do this, that, you know, but I'm glad I did it. Yeah. I'm glad I did it. And I, but I also see the, why people don't do it. You know, I think oh, yeah. like when I think having a child has made me realize that like people who decide they don't want children, I'm like, yeah (laughs) that's I get that yeah for sure (laughs) it's like good for you no good for you totally I honestly am like I could go either way like I'm excited to have a kid but if for some reason we can't um then I'm excited to live what that life is kid free too like they both are cool lives in my opinion both are great both are great both both have a lot of opportunities for fun right less oh yeah less breast milk with one of them or maybe more maybe both maybe maybe who knows I mean (laughs) you never know what the kink is you never know how did you and your partner meet we met through we met when I was 23 years old holy shit ever since holy shit he was the first real boyfriend I had after college Mm mm-hmm and we've been together since, which is insane. Oh my god! We're like children when we met. That's so. So nice. um, oh, we were so young. I um, I just moved to New York, and he grew up here, 
and I was friends with like one of his friends from high school and and um his friend from high school had everybody up at his like house upstate and I didn't know like that was like a thing that people did like I'm from New Jersey but like you know I didn't know it was like what's upstate house like what is this life all about <laughs> and uh we went and um it was like a bunch of his friends from high school and that's when I met my current partner John oh, so shit. yeah we met that night and we just like had a little you know little banter and we kept in touch he lived in DC at the time and we were long distance while I was in dental school and then um you know kind of got married like <laughs> when I graduated and we kind of got married we kind of like together since um what can you believe no I feel like I haven't heard I had no I had no like real like I kind of like hoed it up a little bit when I was in my early 20s before him because like you know there was some overlap before we were like exclusive mm-hmm. but I definitely was like out out and about but like not really like it didn't really didn't really get to do a lot of the dating in New York for the most part honestly you're not missing much like you didn't miss so. too much I totally get that though I like I kind of was like in a relationship, bad relationship, and then had like a year where I was like, okay, just fucking left and right, having a blast, and then met my my now husband, my partner, and we've been together almost like nine years at this point, and it's like, wow. right? It's like, oh, okay, okay. Like, I know I can't judge you. I think I met him at like 26, I think, like right, yeah. uh, right at the same time, um, and then, yeah, not that much could I, f- I feel like I could have dealt done with some more hoeing around like it was fun oh yeah yeah I mean there's no there's no limit to that my favorite part though was like because like you said there you're there's that there's that time where you're not exclusive yet and I remember I was getting all these texts from different guys that I've been hooking up with and they were like hey what's up and I was like hey I actually think I'm seeing someone and then you have to have that conversation of like hey I just told this dude I was seeing someone are we like a thing and then he was like no no I just told a girl I was also seeing someone so uh-huh. we're good but there's that like moment of like do I leave this life or am I fully committing into this new life and it worked out you know what? it's just like having That's a baby really nice. you just fully commit to this yeah. different life exactly exactly it's um yeah <laughs> it's it's something it's like they're both both options are beautiful options you know like not like staying single and hoeing out for a little bit I think for a time you know I think I think it's nice to have a partnership I I do I think I do prefer it I think like I I've definitely thrived better because I remember being younger, being like, this is going to get away of my comedy. And it's like, I think it just, like, helped. I mean, like, things are slower. Yeah. Like, you're not, like, you know, pounding the pavement because you've got, like, you yeah. know, commitments. But Time, yeah. But then if I think about people, and by people, just my awful ex, I'm like, did that work out well for him mentally? Like, to pound the pavement? Because they were also a comedian, um, which just never do. Like, never oh, date a comedian. Oh, no, God, no. And that was the best part about having a partner the whole, my whole comedy career. Mm-hmm. Never hooked up with a comedian. Oh my god, you lucky girl! <laughs> I really, I really uh, dodged it because I probably would have done some, made some mistakes. I'm sure. It, we've all been there. Like, there's definitely some that I'm like, maybe I should not have hooked up with you. <laughs> I had one dude I hooked up with, um, and we were on a show. We hooked up for a long time. We were on a show at Caveat together, like a year or two ago, and he didn't recognize me. 
And I was like, you son of a bitch. Like, you do recognize me. Granted, I've gained, since, like, being with him, I probably gained, like, 40 pounds. But I was like, no, you know who I am. You've been inside of me. And I wanted to be like, every time you fucked me, I faked it. Like, every fucking time. Every time. To the point that he was like, wow, I'm really good at this. And I was like, you're not. Every time. I didn't say it. I wish I had. But I was like, "I, I faked it every fucking time. Every time. The things we do. I know. And in a theater. He said that to me in caveat backstage. And I was like, go. I mean, he was just kind of like. Was he like, oh, hey. He's like, hi. Uh, he did. I'm, uh, he did. <gasps> he did that. And then he was like, oh. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. I would say his name. But it's too. Um, you would know who. It, like, everyone knows. He's he's like someone. And I was like, cool. Wait, wait. I, can you can you tell me? And then and bleep it oh, out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Aaron, if you can bleep this out. Uh, do I know you do and he's like he's like that poly dude like he's just and he's like if you saw him you'd not recognize him and I had the biggest crush on him because he was on uh next comic standing or something when I was like in college and I'm not so I was like oh yeah I totally fuck yeah and now I'm like ew let me try to ew what oh he's probably exactly but I've never heard I'm trying to find a picture of him. This... Oh, wait, not the meteorologist. <laughs> this guy? Does he look familiar? Oh, wait. I don't know if it'll show. Uh... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know that guy. Well, I don't know him, but I know him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's like around, like, he just, he just full time does comedy, basically. But yeah, it was whatever. Um, fuck, I forgot what we think. I couldn't, about. I could never, I couldn't be with a performer. I couldn't, because I'm a star exactly i'm not i'm not i'm not playing i'm not sharing we're not sharing i think it's really hard to share that and i think also just like if you are a performer like no matter what you've got an ego you've got like you you have a lot of needs no matter how like laid back or chill as you come off like no there's if you are a performer, you want these certain things, you want the attention, you want the you're perfect and like to have to share that with that someone and then possibly have them do better than you, I think is a real mindfuck, which I think is why most like comedy like relationships don't relationships. work out. Yeah. Honestly, even even scarier is if you're better than them. Mm-hmm. And then they hate you for it. Oh, yeah. And that's such a real thing. Like, that totally happens. And then they take it out on you. And totally you're, like, oh, trying yeah. to keep it together. Like, keep the relationship together. Not realizing, like, oh, this isn't sustainable or fair. Or how you should be treated. And they're just jealous of you because mm-hmm. you're amazing. Oh, yeah. I am. Um, we I auditioning. I guess I, I call everything. I'm, like, I was auditioning. <laughs> I was at rehearsal. I'm, like, we're at track practice. I'm like we're at track rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs> I was um I was auditioning for the the school like like Jeopardy team mm-hmm. thing. I'm like very good at random trivia. Like I love Jeopardy. I like I tried out ha- cannot make it, will not make it. But you know like I dabble. I watch Jeopardy for fun. So I did the I, I like in high school. I was like oh, it's called like academic challenge. It was like a, a you know thing. And my high school boyfriend and I both tried out together. And of course, I was amazing. Swept it down, girl. So good. And he wasn't so great. And the moodiness, mm-hmm. the 
silent treatment the and i'm just like the fucking silent treatment the silent treatment girl i remember being like what's wrong oh my god i'm like are you mad because i'm better than you (laughs) oh what a red flag and that's not to say like i haven't done silent treatment i totally have to people and friends and now i'm like that's not okay i had one dude Mm -hmm. Um, he would use sex. He would like withhold sex. It was like his version of the silent treatment. And I was like, so when like me and Aaron started dating, or even now, it'll still bug me. Like, you know, we both get like super busy. And so sometimes it can go like a week or two without like having sex. And I'll be like, Are we are we good? Are we okay? I know, right? Like and that's like it just I'm like a week or two. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, oh, once a week, I'd be like, I mean, oh, God. But that. Yeah. Monogamy. Monogamy, man. Like, and it really fucks with you. And then you'll be like, are we just roommates? Like, what's going on? And you're like, no, like people, you're a human and you both have needs, but also like a relationship. I don't, I don't know where it started or where it came from, but the idea that like sex was the only way to like be like intimate with your partner is like one of the biggest lies ever told, like. Obviously, it's an important part, but it's not, like, the only part. And I really want, no. like, society to get away from that. Like, sex is yeah. great, obviously, but, like, sometimes but you're just not... tired. Yeah. And also, like, I think I think a lot of times, like, men are told that that's the way that you can be, like, vulnerable or, like, mm-hmm. that's, like, the only time, like, the touch, like, the touch has to, like, escalate to that. Mm-hmm. Versus like just, you know, cuddling or something or just being affectionate. It doesn't have to end up with that goal, like that situation. Mm-hmm. Sex. Um, but yeah, I wish, I wish there's so many other ways to be intimate that don't involve intercourse. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I love how like your, your podcast is Awkward Sex in the City and we're like intimacy. <laughs> it's not just sex. <laughs> well, that's what I was talking about earlier too. It's like yeah sex is like in the title but it's really like the podcast is really not about that it's so funny we cannot get um advertisers like my like my people not my people but the people that like help with the podcast have been trying like legitimate company too and they're like we don't know why they won't like bite and i'm like because it's there's sex in the title man it's because it says sex in the title and i'm a woman like that is why we can't get it and they were yeah. like yeah probably and it's like but it's not even about that like it's not it's not a it's it's about like we talked about it's about relationships about your relationship with yourself and other people and all this stuff and how sex like relates to all of that and like vice yeah. versa but yeah it's so funny but also like um i remember when guys we fuck came out Apple Podcasts would not put them on there, like would not list them at all. And it was like a huge thing. And it was a big part of why they got so much press in the beginning because they fought it. Uh... But they would not put Guys We Fucked on their listings because it had the word fucked in it. Huh. Yeah, it was wild. And it's like, oh, shit. So then I started this years later and I thought, be like, oh, well, we're over that. We've already dealt with something like that. And it's like, actually, no, they're just never going to. Because people think sex and think it's like this one certain thing rather than allowing yeah. it to be something more like what you're saying, like yeah. being intimate is so ma- you can be intimate in so many ways. Yeah, literally. So you guys have been together over 10 years. 
Yeah. We've been together for like, yeah, over 10 years. So if you had like one piece of advice, what would it be? Okay. Um, find a partner that loves and respects you no matter what. Mm -hmm. Be with someone who like loves you and likes you. Mm -hmm. I think those are two different things. Mm -hmm. I think like people can have like a relationship where they're with someone because they like love them, but like maybe their partner doesn't like them. Mm -hmm. And someone who's secure in who they are and confident in who they are. Like we all have bouts of insecurity, but I think when, I think like, Men get really, well, I'm talking from a heterosexual perspective, cisgender heterosexual perspective, okay? I um, I dabble, you know, I dabble all over town, but but for all intents and purposes, (laughs) I'm in a heterosexual long-term cisgender relationship. I think men, like cis men can, are just like not socialized and they aren't taught how to like be emotional or how to regulate their emotions or how to deal with like their insecurities. And I think when men are really insecure, they tend to take it out on their partners Mm -hmm. and they don't, instead of being like, Oh, I don't like this about myself. Maybe I should like try to change or like make steps to like improve myself. It's like, no, I'm going to take it out on you. I'm jealous of you. I'm this or that, the other thing. And I think like finding someone that's, going to love you and like you and respect you is the most important thing you can do no absolutely I was actually watching another TikTok because I'm addicted to TikTok and it was this like it's so so fucking good it's so good I I truly lose it's honestly like five hours a day to that app like honestly at least I have something to tell you when you're done with your story but go on (laughs) um no I was gonna say it was this like therapist couple therapist and she's like there's only two dynamics that will work long term it's when both partners love each other equally like like very equally love each other and like like each other and then it is if the woman loves no sorry it's if the man loves her more than she loves him because right yeah because if they both love each other equally, they're both willing to make the sacrifices and like do the work. And if the man loves him, um, her more, he's also willing to like do the sacrifices, change, do the work. But if she loves him more, he's not willing to do the work. And again, this is very cis, this is very cis, very hetero. Um, and I was like, oh fuck, that is so true. Like, that's so true. It's true. It is true. I think that's the other thing. Find someone who like, you know, you might have like a little, you got a little, I mean, a little bit of it. My husband's gotten like so much hotter after I had the baby. I'm like, where is all this coming from? Like like working out. I'm like, are you going to murder? Like my husband's working out. I'm like, are you going to murder me? Isn't that sad? (laughs) But it's like, it could happen. It's usually, it could happen. It's usually the husband. It's always the husband. I don't think he's gonna murder me though. I don't know. I hope not. At least I don't know. No, I think this far. I feel, like I feel like murdering someone is like a big to do. It's like the absolute biggest to do in the entire world. Mm-hmm. Got to get rid of the body. You got to clean. You got to like dump it somewhere. You got to lug it somewhere. No one can know about it. Mm-hmm. Too much. Having to keep that secret alone, like I would vomit. I would like vomit shit like out of my body. I'm also such a blabbermouth. I'd be like. 
Mm-hmm. I totally murdered someone this week. Like, I mean, it happens. I, the, that guy got caught. The Lisk. Long Island serial killer. Yeah. No, my friend was like part of like, well, not a part of like finding it, but he was a reporter for it. And I was just like, holy shit, fucking wild. Like, and I totally forgot about fucking architect. Went to went to work in a business suit every day. Every fucking day. What a freak. It's so crazy. But also, like, I do love and hate how much women are intrigued by serial killers. Like, I have I have so many books about serial killers. By so many, I have one. It's like every serial killer like ever known in that book. What were you saying though? I'm sorry, Kate. Oh, oh yeah. By the way, about TikTok, about like how you were saying you're on it. I was also spending four to five hours on social media every single day, like between TikTok and Instagram. I downloaded this app. You have to pay for it. It's like $100 a year, which is annoying, but whatever. And it blocks you from going on social media. Like you could pick whatever apps and you can't go on them. Like you physically cannot. You literally can't even go into the app and try to like change the settings. Like it will not let you go on. Oh my God. Oh, I may need that. It's called Opal. Check it out. It was... It's kind of like changed my life. Okay. I think I need to because it's just at a point where it's like. It's addicting. It's so addicting. I like, I used to like read all the time and now I'm not reading again because I'm just on social media. And I'm like, I know this is not good for me. I know this is not okay. It changed my attention span. Like TikTok changed my attention span. I couldn't read articles. I couldn't listen to like the daily podcast. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't, the, my attention couldn't stand the daily podcast. Oh my God. Okay, Opal, done. Opal, done. Do it. I need to do it. Yeah, it's so good. It really changed my life. I like. I was going on Instagram all the time. Now it's like I with with work. You go, you post, and then I like posted something once, and then I like couldn't check to see how many likes I got because like I was blocked out of the app, which is like okay, great. I can go like live my life, and then I'll check, and then I'm like, oh, didn't do as well as I thought. But that's okay. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> that moment too when you're like, this one's gonna do great, and then it's like nothing, and you're like, now I feel like a failure, and you're like, it's a fucking picture it's a story like dear god let go like just let go oh well literally no. yeah no i, I have an Do addiction it. i know so i'm down i'm down i have this. an addi- i mean i'm fully addicted i'm fully addicted and i can't like disengage myself from it for a num- number of reasons and like it just like hell allow I-, I don't have the discipline so i just have to pay something to give me the discipline mm-hmm no, thank yeah, you for that do tip. It. Thank you. It's so good. It really changed. And I'm like, I can't go on Instagram. I'm like reading the New York Times. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I just want, I feel like I've lost part of my life a little bit. It's like, what is this doing for me? And you'll, and then when you're a comedian, you're like, well, it's part of it. It's just part of it. And it's like, does not have to be, doesn't have to be part of it. You're making, you're lying it's to not, yourself. I mean, you're lying to yourself because I'm not post. I don't post that much. So I'm like also I have like crippling anxiety when I'm posting. I'm like, oh my god, it has to be like perfect, mm-hmm. and, and I just won't post, you know. Um, yeah. So yeah. Um, I, I speaking of TikTok though, there was a TikTok about a girl who like went through all the serial killers and their signs. Oh yeah, isn't it like all Virgos? All, they're all Virgos or Gemini's or Sagittarius. That's so funny. Or I think Pisces. That's the other one. That's fucking crazy. I'm not going to lie. I only know about my sign. And that's because I'm a Leo. And I only care about myself. 
Um, yeah, but, that, that track. But I heard Virgo and I was like, that tracks. Like, I remember being like, yeah, yeah, that tracks. What's your yeah, sign? Virgos are wild. I'm a Scorpio. Scorpio. Scorpio's got a bad rep, but I feel like Scorpios are fun. Um, yeah, apparently they're the most hated sign in, of the Zodiac, someone said. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, no, I think we're just like very like, you know, moody, broody, intense. Yeah. I'm like that inside, but like, I don't think I'm like that to other people. But if I don't like you, you probably will know. And honestly, I think that's like fair. I'm a Scorpio moon. Uh, oh. So I'm like, yeah, I respect a Scorpio. Like, I get it. Uh, and sometimes like you don't need to be like nice to everyone if you don't like them. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, it's true. So what I do like to do at the very end of the episode um, is I like to ask if there's anything we didn't talk about that you would like to talk about. That does not have to have an answer though. Some people are like, oh no, I didn't think about this. And I was like, nope, there's literally no answer. The answer can be like, no, we're good. I think we're good. I mean, is there anything that you wanted to talk about that we didn't talk about? No, it's been a great episode. I think this is really fun. Yeah. Yeah. I was informative, talked about pregnancy, talked about like finding yourself in, in different chapters of life, whether it's pregnancy or not. A little bit, a little bit of comedy fact boys, which I always love dishing about. <laughs> oh, I have one more tip. Yes. If you could find a partner whose family has a vacation home. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yes. <sighs> yeah. Lake house, shore house, beach house, ski house, upstate house. Some, some place that you can go and just, like, get a little free vacay. Yeah, that, 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 that's, a, that's a tip. Oh, my God. That sounds amazing. And, yeah, a free vacay and just get to be. Hells, yeah. Get to be, and then when you have a kid, your mom and mother-in-law just, you know, hand them over, and they just like, take over. sit and, like, go for a ride, bike ride or some shit. Do you have a, a free family vacay coming up soon in this, this summer? Um, Actually, I'm going to Sicily. <gasps> Yay! Labor Day. It's not free, but I'm going with my family. Oh my god, that'll be fucking amazing! Hell <laughs> yeah! I'm really excited. I'm really. We're bringing the baby. It's gonna be lots of fun, and it'll be an adventure. Oh my god, I can't wait. So excited! Yeah. No, I'm team. You just take the baby everywhere. There's no oh, you plane ticket for the baby at that age. No like... plane ticket, and fuck it. It's like yeah, it's gonna. It's not like I just went to the beach. I went. I went on a little like local like rented house with some friends in Asbury Park. It's not the same. Like you can't just like go to the beach and like fuck off and do what you want. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But like still like better than being home you know mm -hmm. and you're like you're still like experiencing something new and you just have to be like organized you just have to be like all right this is what he needs this is what they need and blah blah blah, blah. And, like kind of like I have like a packing list on my phone where I just like go through the list and I'm like bing 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 done done I love this you made it seem not like you made it seem easy because it's definitely not like you you're you've it's done the work bad. it's not that bad yeah but no I love um I love the attitude with it. I love the, no, it's just something new and it's still great. And I love that. It's fine. And it's like fun. You'll go to the park, you know, it's fine. Like you'll go to the park with your friends and do a little park hang and your friends will like hold the baby and you'll just like, like, like take a breath and it's fun. And your friends are going to, your friends are going to show up for you in ways that you didn't know was possible. Cause that was the other thing I was nervous about. I was like, are they 
going to be there for me? Are they gonna just like forget about me? And it's like, no, like you're gonna go out and go crazy with them without a kid, but then also they're gonna like come over to your house for dinner and like you'll cook them dinner at their at your house and they'll hang out with you and just hold the baby and they'll just like be there. And it's, it's just so beautiful. So you'll see. Well, thank you yeah. so much. Thank you so much for your thank evening you for in. Me. Yeah. Yeah. So fun. Thank you for having me on the pod. Oh my God, of course. Guys, thank you again so much for listening. Um, remember to rate, like, subscribe, review, share amongst your friends. Um, Carolina Teresa, who's part of my touring group, uh, is going to be doing an amazing show at Littlefield on July 26th, which is Wednesday. Uh, you should absolutely come. Um, you should go follow Maya at Maya Desh, M-A-Y-A-D-E-S-H on Instagram. You should go watch season two's finale of the other two and see her in it as well and go anytime agent pop is performing you should go fucking see her y'all and guys thank you again and we'll talk soon